Fempreneur Friday is a conscious co-creating community and a live discussion with two female founders and best friends who authentically discuss conscious entrepreneurship. This is an unedited, raw, and real talk. And my name is Brett Sims, and I am the founder of the global art nonprofit Stuck Designs and an artist. My name is Stacy, and I am a coach, author, and the founder of Exalted Woman Inc. This is our safe space where consciousness meets entrepreneurship and where we align over hustle. We are here to elevate our community and connect with you all. We're excited to be here. If you're ready to take your spirituality to the next level and up-level your business at the same time, join us. Joining on, so happy to you know be in your energy for Friday, and we do like our conscious entrepreneurship talk every Friday. Um, so today we're just discussing a little bit about like our stories, how we got started in our own businesses. Hi, Shian! Oh my God, um, nice to see you. It's been a long time. Um, um, oh my God. Okay, I lost my train of thought, Shian. Um, but it's well, so cool. Actually, Shian made my first. My first, oh my God, that's actually, this is really cool because he made my first um, business card for Exalter. Oh, nice. My first ever, ever business card, which was like, I think I remember, I might remember Over 10 years ago, it was black. I I like remember it. Like it's like such in my vision. Because I think it had a picture that I took of you on it. It had a picture of me on it, yeah, and um, and it just Maybe had like these it. beautiful exalter letters on yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I loved it. <laughs> and um, how cool! Yeah, he's like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it was the coolest. So you know, so so happy to um, have us here today. So yeah, what we're, we're talking about is like our businesses, just like that. You know, like I started like exalter, whatever it was going to be, like over ten years ago. And we wanted to talk about just like all those little evolutions in the meantime, because sometimes we think that, man, everything needs to work out in the beginning or that we think our business is one thing and it turns into something completely different. Right. And so we want to just like give ourselves that time and that like evolution and allow things to flow and also move with the changes and we're we change so much as individuals and as people as we have our business so we thought you we'd let you in just a little bit about our own stories how it's transitioned what we've done like kind of like in the meantime yep and I feel like yeah a lot of people don't talk about that right like oh I was actually just working a job and my my business was on pause for a good year or two you know and like kind of what really happened so We'd love to talk about that, and yeah, so we can kind of get started, Brett, yeah. um, since I've been ta- just talking so much. Um, so I think to introduce, or I guess yeah. to introduce this, yeah. I feel like we should talk about, like, I mean, obviously, like, what we do now, you yeah. know, versus what we, I guess, started envisioning ourselves doing, yeah. Um, but yeah, so do you want to go first, Jack? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Also, go ahead. I just must say that me and Stacey did not decide on this color choice you know oh, yeah. this is a surprise <laughs> even the hair up like the hair back you know like I just feel like we're in the vibes yeah so love that yeah, yeah. but anyway um okay so my story um where did I start so I mean I've always kind of wanted to be an artist I've 
first started uh, drawing because my grandpa started teaching me. Let's see. Oh, I have right down here on my desk. This like first journal he started teaching me art in. And like um, he, yeah, like I, was, I started doing art. I don't know. Maybe when I was like, this is, this is where I started, guys. I've come a long way. Um, <laughs> That's so but, cute, right? <laughs> I know. So um, this is in 1999. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah. But anyway, my grandpa taught me how to draw for the first time. And so I, and he believed in me. Like he believed in me really that I could do whatever I want. He always told me I could do whatever I want. So um, I just always had it in my head that I kind of wanted to do something with art, but I wasn't really sure. And it was something I just did for fun, you know, because art's fun, you know, whatever. And so, um, but then I got more into it in high school and um, I got, I, I decided that, you know, it was something that I wanted to pursue further. So um, I did like APR in high school. I had my first um, art show when I was like 18 um, or 17, I guess, in high school. Um, and then I sold my first paintings then too, which was really exciting. And it kind of gave me the confidence to be like, okay, like I can do this, you know, like I have the ability to actually sell art and I have the ability to show art. Um, so I knew that I wanted to pursue it further in college. Um, but speaking of, you know, like just how unforeseen, you know, the path is when I went to college and um, I really wanted to get into the art, uh, you know, the, the fine arts section or whatever. Like I showed my paintings, I presented my paintings, I got the top, you know, AP score that, that you could get on the test. But the, um, in the like, head of the department, he was just kind of an asshole and he didn't let me in. He did not let me in the program and so I was really sad and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And, but then I decided like, hmm, okay, like how can, how can I make this work for me? You know, even though it's a letdown, even though I feel like um, really bummed out about it and I don't know what that is gonna mean for my future. So um, a lot of black teachers were in this presentation of like who can be in the, um, you know, the art college section. And they all loved my art and they were all like, you know, taken away that I didn't get in either. So a lot of teachers, like a lot of black faculty ended up taking me under their wing when I was in college, um, like the, an AFAM teacher, she was really close to me. She ended up showing my art in like, you know, um, the AFAM section in that department and giving me support there. Um, there was a, the Dean of, or Vice President, I guess, of, of the school actually, she was black. She took me under her wing. She hired me for work study. At like, at the time, I don't know how it is now, we really should check in on that. But <laughs> at the time, it was really like, we had a really strong black community and we really stuck together and we really like supported each other and like stood up for each other. And black faculty would like stand up for students because it was racist a lot of the time there. Um, right, but, yeah. <laughs> and so like, and that was just really, it was frustrating, but it was like, wow, like, I, I support, okay, people support me, you know, like, even though that this was a bummer, and this is like, kind of like, I feel like a failure, I still have new relationships and more support. And then like, the faculty ended up actually purchasing some of my art that I created in, um, you know, my last year of high school. And then so it just gave me the confidence that I needed, even though like, I failed at something, like, I got back up.
And so then I thought about it and I was like, maybe, you know what, I should just go in and do more like graphic design because if I really want to push my art forward, I'm gonna need like graphic design to be able to promote and market and push it forward. So, and I already knew how to draw, how to paint, like I already knew everything. So, because my grandpa had started teaching me so early. Um, so it was really kind of like a blessing in disguise. And it ended up going into, you know, graphic design and which still included some like drawing courses. So it was good, worked out how life works sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then like my actual company that is now, it was my senior thesis. So it started just like bare bones of what it is now. I did not expect to turn my business into a nonprofit so soon. I figured like when I'm like 45, I'm going to have a nonprofit. Like, um, and I don't know. I don't know why that was always in my head, but it was. So and, I'm curious. Uh, um, if you don't mind, what, so what was the senior thesis about? Like, how, how, why did you like choose, or what was your senior thesis? Cause that sounds really cool. Yeah. So it was, um, it was just like the, the concept of it, it was stuck. Like we had yeah. thought of the name by then or whatever, yeah, yeah. but like the concept of it was that for women of color, but clothing for women of color, like a clothing brand for women of color yeah. and to like merge, um, art and clothing, like wearable art. And so that, is an aspect of what stuck is but yes. that was like the first like chapter of it the first yeah bit of it. that's yeah, so cool yeah because i, 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 don't I remember. remember obviously i remember the um you know us thinking about and talking about this but then also like it's so cool to just hear that like oh wow like it was really just like having this empowerment like art onto clothing like yeah ah oh my god so many yeah do you remember cool. the first i don't know if you remember the first shirts that i did but i started printing them in college and like I started I literally started silk screening myself which is so hard and I respect people who do that so much because we me and my uh, friend Tiffany at the time we were doing it together and she was super talented she was better that than I was at it but like we'd be up so late just you know like just silk screening shirts and we just kind of got really good at the process like she was better at silk screening but like our styles merged together for like how we designed it so yeah it kind of started that way of like you know clothing and then like later after college um I started kind of building it out more like hmm what should this be like should this be a design firm or whatnot and um slowly but surely my illustrations kind of started evolving for it but they didn't have those like they didn't have the um affirmations attached to them then like you know and uh later on a friend suggested that i do that so that happened too that was like chapter two <laughs> it's like you know you're, i feel like your company and your career can definitely like evolve and grow in chapters and i really did always want it to like evolve as i did and evolve as we did you know yeah. so like and it's just part of like the experience, I think, of being a woman and growing as a woman. And um, so then I, you know, came up with my illustrations, like a, a collection of illustrations just for Stuck. And um, I built out Stuck, like with a team, blog, all that. Um, you know, it was kind of like a I remember firm. rocking your Do You Beanie. That yeah. is still so hot. I still yes, have that. Yes. 
we've yes. dropped them again, like, because we used to do them, um, you know, way back when. And I ended up, like, you know, saying, like, you know what? These designs are pretty timeless. Right. <laughs> and so and I released them again. Out. Remember, we started going out and doing all these different things. And then, like, going to shows, going to all the rap shows, going. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, a lot yeah, of our yeah. friends were rappers at the time. Yeah. We had a lot of rapper friends. Yeah, we and did. We always were going to their shows. And, you know, style and, and fashion was so big for us at that time which still and is but it's a really important thing at LMU <laughs> yeah it was really important and then like to be able to have something that was empowering that was but with by with a woman of color and that was like in the vibes like it was so it was so dope yeah yeah thank you and yeah. I think that like you know it was cool because I could wear my designs at like all these events that we would go to yeah. and we were we were I would say we were socialites. I would say <laughs> we were in, you know, and we still can be, we even were, though it's a we pandemic. Were. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. We would be out all the time. Me and Stacey used to like sleep in the day and like go out at night. But that was also how we really networked and how we like um, built up our businesses and built up like our followings and like how we just met people who were also creative and also like doing similar things that we were doing. And um, it was a great way to connect. I think. Yeah. And, I think you know um, we were always inspired by other entrepreneurs like be it rappers be it other artists be it, like we were just so inspired by other people that were like you know using their craft or their light or their whatever it is that they're doing and that's true you know that like kind of early days of how we started networking we were networking with, in different ways but it was so cool that we're always able to like bring other communities together so yeah I'm just sidetracking on all the all the yeah no, you're talking about that makes me think of something yeah because then it's like this other mid chapter came in i feel like yeah. in between which is like we were we realized like we were good at throwing events you know we realized oh, we we're great at doing that yeah. and um we learned a lot about that you know like from jamal yeah. and then like that also weaved into the vision of what is now stuck because i was like okay now like we have t-shirts cool now we have like a art collection attached to it dope now we have like the ability to throw host put on events and we know what we're doing we know how to like financially put it on because jamal like taught us so much about that and um it just all started coming together and I was like, great. So once I started having more like consistent events, I threw a brunch, et cetera. Um, then I was like even ready to build it out more. And I was like, I really want partnerships, you know, like I really want like solid partnerships so I can really help girls of color more so. Um, but I want a community of women that supports these girls and can uplift these girls and teach them, you know, like what we know and how far we come, et cetera. So, um, I ended up, you know, like reaching out to this school in Ghana, just like on a whim. And um, with it, that first call, um, like it, I, I called like the owner of the school and within that first call, I like got an invitation to come to Ghana and um, to establish a partnership there. And like, you know, they paid for my visa, my travel, like hosted me, everything. So it was just, it was great. And that was like the final piece and brought it all full circle because then I was just like, okay, you know what? Ghana really inspired me like this. I, I've seen the disparity there and I know like, and it just made me oh, like, we have phones, like we have pencils, like we have things that, you know, that we take for granted so much. And um, it changed my perspective. It changed my life. And I was like, I have to make this a 501c3 now. I have to make it a nonprofit. And that made like my whole vision, my full vision finally like 
come together. And like that is what is now my company. It went through many different versions, but yeah, I'm so thankful for each and every chapter because like I learned so much and I met so many powerful people that helped me along the way and that, you know, will still help me, you know, along the way as I build and expand it even further. So I'm just so I've had so many great relationships and so much powerful support that like I could have never even imagined. But because it's just like my passion and because I just like went for it, then like these people started coming towards me and, and like, you know, helping me and supporting me and like, just in, in ways, yeah, just ways literally I could not even dream of. So I'm super thankful. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. And then I've always done, you know, art on the side. But yeah, in in that whole journey, we've had we've had many jobs to sustain. So there's that too. But you tell your your origin story of how that happened. <laughs> well, I, love, I want to make a comment too. I mean, just for like, just reflection on like, who, you know, whoever's listening, just like, I love to hear your story. I love to hear it again and kind of like relive those moments. Um, since I've like kind of, you know, been so close to it as well. Yeah. But, um, the fun thing is like, you know, I think for me, which I'll get to my story as well. But for me, when I see and even hear your story, it's just like remembering that things transition. And that's what we're talking about. Things transition, things change. And sometimes we're like, so ready for that thing right now. Like we want to know what our big business is going to be or why is this not happening or whatever it is. But it's like, whoa, like all these different transitions, like they had to happen at the right timing. Like you had to have had the art already established, then the clothing line, then this thing. And then that brought you to this other opportunity. Like if you didn't do any of that, if you were like at zero, just like waiting for something to happen, when you got the call from Ghana, you don't have anything yet. So right. like, it just, right. it just reminds me of like, you know, what Oprah says, like um, about preparation meeting opportunity. That's when like yep. the magic happens. Yep. And sometimes we don't really, like it's it's crazy to think like we're preparing for something like what what we're having right now or what's going on right now may not necessarily be what's going to happen in the in the next 10 years but right. it actually may be preparing you for that very thing that transitions right. you to something whoa completely different although that's you know ultimately oh yeah this is what i was going to do anyway but it's like each step is in preparation right so i love that exactly and um, i mean i think that yeah that's all of that is completely valid. And I think that it's just so important to, you know, give thanks for every chapter of your career, every roadblock, every stepping stone, because like, sometimes they can seem frustrating because of the unknown factor. And like, you know, what is this going to mean for my career? Or where am I going to go next? You know, but it's just, it's just unknown. And so I guess there's kind of like, a bit of fear, or that seems scary sometimes in that way, you know, but like, yeah, each chapter, even if it's a, it's a struggle, like, down the road, looking back at it, like, you can really see, like, okay, I see why that happened. Like, I see why I had to do that to get to where I am now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah. Um, tell me yeah, about okay. Yeah. So, um, so a little bit about my own business for evolution. Um, you know, when, so we're, I'll take it from where Brett's kind of like left us off. And also just in the beginning for me, I love that you said like your grandpa really kind of started you off in the art area. And for me, it was my father. So um, I remember like when I was in fifth grade and um, I had to write, I used to love writing. I loved writing anyway. I just always loved writing. And I um, had written a couple of poems that, you know, were getting a, a few looks, I guess. So people would have me like, 
say them at one of our like our different recitals and so on. So that was fun. And then I, I won this like big um, essay contest and had to like deliver my essay in front of like people. So my, my dad was like always cheering that part on. And, wow. I loved yeah. it. and um, he started, You're a great writer. Oh, thank you. And um, he started telling me about like a lot of different books. At the time he was um, in network marketing. So he was in this network marketing business and they always talk about a lot of books, but he told me about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He started telling me about um, how to win friends and influence people. Those were the, the two main books. And then the other one was like, of course, um, what is it? Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. So those three books at fifth grade, my dad is like telling wow, me. Wow, you read right? Think and Grow Rich at fifth grade? Yeah. Can you believe it? Oh, and he had this other book, some type of success secrets by Wes Beavis. So oh, those four books, like they were just at my house and they were just like, you know, you need to add they were always there. to our list. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just like, okay. I had to write a graduation speech. So I was um, my class president in fifth grade. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I know how embarrassing um, because people used to call me, you know, like teacher's pet or whatever. <laughs> I had this one boy that was, um, that, <laughs> oh, Gianna, thank you. I had this one boy, me and him, like always were like in competition. He was vice president, I was president. And like, you are very he, competitive too, I must say. <laughs> okay, yeah, and I'm very competitive and like, um, we used to always have like teams in in uh, school, right? Like, like yeah. let's say playing baseball or whatever. Like he has to choose a team, I have to choose a team, and we'd always go head to head. Oh my gosh! So anyway, so crazy. <laughs> I'm a professional network marketer and didn't read those books until adulthood. Yeah, yeah. So it was my dad. He was just like always telling me, and then like I just I got really excited about hearing of why people do things. So um, one of the reasons why I did that is because yeah, I was like teased a bit right so like I always was interested in like why do people do things or say the things they they're saying and then also just like oh how can I like build confidence so like okay people always always tell me like well you know it's kind of what you think about yourself so why I love those books so much is because it helped me with that it was just like it kept on saying whatever you think about yourself that's what's the most important you know and then um, I remember in how to win friends and influence people it just talks about like how to build communities how to like be more interested in the other person um, so instead of being yeah. interesting, you're being more interested in the other right. people. And that's how you like build better relationships. And right. I started learning that at fifth grade because of necessity, really, because like, I feel like um, people were really like attacking me um, yeah. at school. Yeah. So that's how it really started. And, um, and another thing, oh, okay, this is embarrassing. But I'll tell you guys just because we're here, like, <laughs> my, I have a really round face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, also, like, I have a lot of hair, right? So they would, they would yeah. back on me from my hair. And I'm then to also, like, for. and then, uh, yeah, I don't even know if you heard this story. But anyway, they used to call me Applehead because, like, my, yes, okay? So oh, now that's like, not, now you have not even ever talked about this, I think, like, fifth grade. So anyway, with all that going on, that's what happened. And then um, I felt like I was confident enough in myself, but then there was other people that got, like, it's just in our community. We tease each other, right? People tease, yeah. like, and yeah. other girls were getting teased. I remember this one girl. I don't want to say her name because I don't, I don't know where she is in life. But yeah. um, I always felt really, really sad that people would do this to her. And she was really bad. And she didn't have any friends. And yeah. I used to really, like, talk to her. And I used to be like, you know what? It's all about what you say to yourself. And I'm yeah, like, wow. I'm telling her all this stuff, you know? And, yeah. like, you know, at least around me, she was, like, smiling and happy. And yeah. And that's the best that I could have done at that age. 
Yeah. But that kind of thing stayed with me. So that really right. stayed with me. And um, as I went into junior high and high school, it's funny that like kind of maybe I saw I sought after them, especially people that were like not being treated fairly or, or you know, people being teased. I had different friendships in different classes of like, especially a couple of girls that were like not um, – you know, not very confident in themselves. And I always right. used to talk to them. And like, if somebody, if people didn't talk to them, like, I used to talk to them, like, hey, you know, how was your day? Was yeah. Like, Don't worry about what they say, you know? So that's really just was in me. Um, but anyway, fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> fast forward. Well, um, I, I was also thinking, like, you, in essence, like, you kind of coached me in college, I feel like, because, you know, I, I feel like we were both kind of struggling going through similar things but i didn't Break know ups. anything Break about like, in college yes yeah yeah and you were going to landmark remember yes yes and so you knew a lot of techniques of like yeah. you know moving through like insecurity or like confidence or like yeah. just you know moving through your own internal like shit and like your own family stuff to like get over those humps and be you know the best version of yourself so yeah, yeah. you taught me a lot about that with like writing prompts and like uh, things I've never really done before. Yeah, actually, yeah. And then you know what? I loved it because it helped me so much. And also, I with I ended up going through so much. Um, so I'm so happy that I had those tools. But also, there's one things about knowledge, and the other things about like practicing and like learning. So, um, in my 20s, that's really what it was. I I, I went through some, which which a lot of us do go through some really really hard breakups, and um, and a lot of those deep wounds or early wounds of how I thought about myself when I was younger, like came out when I'm like, you know, suffering through these breakups, like, Oh, no, maybe I am the things that they said, maybe I am hideous or the things that I would tell myself, right. Mm -hmm. And um, probably the most profound one of the most well, there's been a couple of things, but in my 20s or early 20s, right before college time, um, I was dating someone and um, he was a little older than me. And he was in the Marines military. And when we um, the way that we stopped dating is he actually just one day after what um, three or four years kind of dealing with each other one day he stopped talking to me completely so he ghosted me yeah um and that's probably like before i met right before i met brett but yeah know, that that is that set me into like a deep deep depression because i really loved this guy you know i thought we had a really great relationship our, our families knew each other and um also you know during that time was the time of like the war, a lot of things are going on. He was going back and forth to the war. And yep. there was a lot of my heart and feeling into that. You know, I wanted to make sure he was okay. I remember going on the walkout and strikes against the war. Yep. There's a lot of stuff happening out there right now, you know, God bless. But, Whew, um, yeah. but, you know, there was so much wrapped up. There was so much passion. There was so much feelings wrapped up. And then one day, um, after an argument, instead of saying like, okay, he's done, he, after an argument, he pretended like everything was okay. And um, when I left his place that day, I like never heard from him again, like, yeah, at all. Yeah. And um, back then, <laughs> we didn't have all of the access to people like we do right. now. But even so, like, I, I was looking for him, you know, I was like, calling him all the time, finding his email, like I was trying other numbers. And it was so sad, you know, like, I, ra I wrapped so much of my worth into that relationship. And I had to just, you know, piece by piece, like, was that myself first? off of the floor. Your first um, relationship, kind yeah. of, yeah, and that was like my first love, my first, like, you know, really, really deep relationship really? that I was in, adult relationship. And, um, 
that's the thing. I just had to find ways of like really picking myself off of the floor. Like, you know, everything that I, I thought uh, I, I possibly dealt with, right, like was coming up. And, yeah. um, and like what I thought about myself, what I thought about love, what I thought about the world. Do I even have, do I, am I even worthy to live? Am I ever worthy to be loved? All of these things. But that's when I started Landmark. And um, yeah, that was, oh, okay. yeah, that's kind of like around the time I did Landmark. And it was an amazing, if you haven't done it or haven't looked into it, I recommend it. It's called the Landmark Forum. Yeah, and, when I went, um, used to, you know, in my many jobs of sustaining this, yeah. <laughs> I worked at uh, Lululemon for a while. And, you know, yeah. they have it like as, and when you get to a certain point there, they'll send you to Landmark for free. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, it's really great. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, though, that it's so interesting that you say that, you know, about your relationship and about how he just like banished or whatever. I feel like I went through that same kind of relationship in college. And I felt like you helped me through that as well as, you know, you know, dealing with your own stuff then too. Yeah, yeah. But because I think you had that experience yeah. and like you worked through your stuff and you worked through it in landmark you were able to help me move through it as well you know yeah um which yeah. is so yeah which is so nice so basically yeah that i really was going all those places and really in these deep um personal development works for myself and just try to you know better myself and i i loved reading personal development books over any other books because i'm always trying to like oh wow these techniques are so cool and like yeah whoa it actually helps you with life and and then besides that, so fast forward more, like it's actually, you know, I, I'm really happy for that experience now because I feel like I have such a relatable story to so many different women and the people that come into my world. And I'm excited about taking them so much faster through that evolution. Like yeah. for me, it took me years yeah, to help someone get there, you know, just so much faster than I did and just like take off so much faster. So well, that's really. I feel um, like that's what we wanted to. We, that's really like, what that's, I'm passionate about. Yes, exactly. And I, but I think that that's what we realized, like, you know, why we realized we understood each other. Yeah, because like, in college, we both realized that that is something that we want to do. Like we we want to make it easier for other women, because yeah. we had been through so much. Yeah, and so much pain and so much struggle. And like, even with our family stuff, yeah. you know, and overcoming that and moving through, um, you know, our own traumas, or right. our own, you know, generational things generational yeah. traumas um and then you know like just evolving into the best possible version of yourself and right. it's just like if we can make it any easier i think that's what we always wanted to do you know yeah. with our communities yeah um and Gianna, yes um what's landmark so it's kind of it's um it used to be called est and it's basically just like a series of seminars so they have a they have like a kind of a retreat weekend that's a three-day weekend is their beginning one and then they have a lot of other seminars there that they host um but i think i enter just a lot of programs from there so it's like an educational platform but they have um they have seminars all over the world so if that's yeah, in, yeah. Um, i was gonna say like i think we should have you know like one of these where we talk about you know, the different workshops and yeah. um, things that we've yeah. done over the years because we've both collectively done so many. Yeah. And I think that they could also help people. So just yeah. throwing that up. Yeah, so that's <laughs> been fun. And um, so that's a little, definitely a side of the story and so many things in between. But I always loved um, hosting events, like Brett was saying. So I was really interested in women entrepreneur events. I used to host book clubs. Like I used to host um, some girls' events girls and women's events with children. Women's studies major. And then I ended up being a women's studies major. Um, because I dropped into a class and was really interested in actually like 
sexuality and like how we learn um, sex about sex and love, really, because that's really where I was having so much, you know, issues about my worth. And that was coming up in, honestly, my sex. <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't even talk about this. Um, but, you know, so many different things and so many transitions. And, um, you know, really, over the last four years, that's what I've dived into a lot more development, a lot more around femininity, a lot more about spirituality. And that's what I'm you know, it kind of naturally transitioned. This is not where I thought I would be. Like, I knew I wanted to be a speaker. I knew I wanted to do, like, coaching. And um, I loved, like, Tony Robbins, Les Brown. Um, Joyce Meyer was huge in my in my life. And um, and when I saw them, I was like, oh, my God, there's, there's something about this that's really drawing to me. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. I can't do that, though. I can't do that. So I ran away from doing this for so long. Um, but finally, after like writing my book, I was like, okay, um, you know, I'm just inching into that world more and more. And I'm just feeling so amazing. So right now, what I do is I'm mostly hosting one on one. So I have one on one clients. And um, I mostly work with women who are looking to, you know, either work on their money story, work on their like love and um, their relationships. So really transitioning yourself from the inside out. So yeah. what I always say, it's kind of like your magnetism, meaning like um, really stepping into you, who you are fully, you know, revealing more and more of who you actually are so the right things can be um, attracted to you. Yeah. So why I say that is because there was so much of me in that, let, let's say that even the military relationship, I was so wrapped up in him, meaning like I was getting my validation from his love for me, mm -hmm. right? Yep. But I wasn't able to be like filled up with my own love so that way I can share my love with someone as opposed right. to me getting validation out of them. So I did that with him. And then when you do something in one place, you end up doing right. that everywhere else. Yeah, that's so in, in career. career. Yeah, too. that's exactly what I was doing in my career. So what I instead of my relationship, I shifted over to a career and I became really successful at what I was doing. But I had so much of my value and worth into that career and what I did. And the way that I was moving through it was out of desperation, out of validation, out of like working, 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 working myself to the ground. And again, had no, you know, real, real, real grounding of myself. So I wasn't like sharing my purpose. I was trying to get it. So the energy of trying and pulling and chasing is so much different Forcing. from magnetizing, from being in your purpose, from, yep. so that's what I love to do now. And that's what I walk with women doing now. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of like, yeah version of my story yeah and i feel like i'm so i'm so lucky to have you as like this free coach in your in your <laughs> evolution over the years but yeah um yeah i think we're lucky to have had each other in this journey and like yeah i think it's pretty rare because like i don't know i it's it's just you know i mean i think i it's it's definitely like a blessing to have the same kind of, you know, values and care about the same kind of things and like yeah. be aiming for the same kind of, you know, direction because right. it's like we haven't necessarily, well, you know, everyone's alone kind of in their own journeys. It's not like yeah. we had to be totally alone in like growing as entrepreneurs because I think that while we had a lot of like rapper friends, artist friends, like, I don't know if we've had, yeah, we like Tati and some people, but you yeah. know, it's it's been good, you know, to have a, an accountability partner, to have somebody yeah. that you can like really talk to along the way. So yeah, yeah, that's where we're opening this up to you guys for too to be part of, you know, our community and support you guys in your journey as well. But yeah.
Yeah, I think that's that's our that's how we came to be for now. You yeah, know, at least um, who knows what will evolve into in the next coming years. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good it's a good feeling because I've been thinking a lot about validation, and I think we should also talk about just validation one week too. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I think that in all that growth, you really do have to come to the realization that like your value is not based on in LinkedIn, what you do, like, or what you can earn or what amount of money you have, like, right. You're valuable. If you have a dollar, you're valuable. If you have a million dollars, you right. know, like your value comes from within, like it's not an external thing. And I think that that's really what we had to grow into through all of these chapters of our careers and our um, growth. Right. And, you know, and that's like kind of the biggest thing that we, I, I guess for, uh, for us, like the message is like, there's so many different transitions along the way. Um, of course, there's ups and downs in, in any business. And, you know, my business changed so much, you know, started out as a blog, and then just like, you know, was doing it for fun, really. Um, yeah. hosting different events and then you know finally just stepping into what it is and just letting allowing it to evolve allowing the different changes line I mean I'm a mom I really didn't do anything for the first year in anywhere not only my business but in any career um, I've taken time off too yeah so um so just like moving with the flow of those things and also staying faithful and having other mentors friends and people in your community that kind of like oh yeah like reminds you of like what's possible and no matter where you started it can be totally different you know yeah and so. something that i remembered too is just like if you're you know down because like you don't think that you have you know such things or you don't think you have that mentor you have that support or you have that community like like i'm sure you got something somewhere you know and it's important to just like give thanks for that which you do have first and then more will come and more will follow and more support will you know inevitably yeah. come exactly all yeah. right well i think that's our, our chat today. yeah this is our <laughs> chat for friday so we have our fempreneur friday and conscious entrepreneurship uh, entrepreneurship <laughs> um chat every Friday at 9.30. Um, so we'd love for you to join us, um, you know, ask questions or, you know, just join in the vibes of like, you know, keep going. Our message every day, every week is like, keep going. Continue, yeah. continue. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and yeah, so have a great weekend. We look forward to seeing you next week. And yep. Oh, also, just as a note, my um, nonprofits campaign is still going. So if you want to support that, go to Stuck Designs um, Instagram, S-T-U-K Designs Instagram. And yeah, the link's in our bio. We're all coloring for a cause currently oh, yes. to support um, our mission and initiative. So if you want to help support me, I'd be happy about that. So have a yeah. beautiful weekend, everybody. Love that. Thank you, um, Shia. You said, I can't wait to see more. You guys add the to what you guys add to the creative world. You know me, I'm pro woman and the strength that women can do. Amazing. And you know what? We're pro man in that as well. Just we remember. are. So something that I always love and live by is just like when women are at their best, they are the best partners. They are the best, you know, fuel and um, ambition for other men, for children for themselves for for the world we've always so, had guys yes a lot of you know, have so and... much respect and love for men so you know that's the difference what really what i wanted to bring to like the whole feminist movement yeah yeah um,
So love seeing you two blossom over the years. Love you, Gianna. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here with us. Like, we yes, just saw your energy you. today. And um, it was such a blessing having you guys here with us um, during this chat. So, yes. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, until next course, week. For me, too, if there's any um, one that you know or any other women that are, like, interested in walking into her power and magnetism, feel free to DM me. Mm -hmm.